Hey guys, and welcome back to the Talking Football Podcast. My name is Jacob Cullip, and long time no see. It's been over a year since the last time I spoke to you guys, and that was obviously during lockdown when football was shut down and nothing actually happened. So it's been a long time since I've spoken to you guys on audio format, and it's also going to be uploaded to YouTube now, so I'll try and get the Talking Football Podcast out more now and hopefully yeah it was gonna be i hope you guys enjoy it you never know some of you might have missed us you never know but yeah so in today's audio slash video i'm gonna be talking about all the transfers and stuff that's happened since the last time we spoke to you since last so getting to that first so the last time since we spoke to you obviously the season restarted which was the 2019-20 season that ended with Liverpool winning the league Ooh, fantastic for them and then also did the Premier League predictions video last year if you guys haven't seen that Premier League predictions video make sure to check out my channel Jake Cullip on YouTube which you might be watching or if you're listening on audio check out the Jake Cullip YouTube channel if you haven't already to see some football videos and other content ideas but, I digress. Yes, yeah, so we did a Premier League predictions, which me and Miles, you know from the Talking Football podcast, did a video on. And yeah, we predicted Liverpool to win the league in that as well. Hey presto, they didn't. <laughs> fantastic. But Man City did win the league, so obviously it wasn't fantastic in the end for me. But, you know, I did finish second, but we didn't win the Europa League. <laughs> so, since the last time I spoke to you guys... Yes, yeah, been a bit mixed for a Man United fan for myself, but yeah, let's get into that actually. So let's go over last season. Remember, guys, to subscribe to the Jake Cullip YouTube channel. As I've said, make sure to like this video and subscribe for more football content. Also, check out the Talking Football podcast as well. Make sure to follow us on your podcast provider, and yeah, you you could enjoy it. So I'm just going to load up the table from last year and go through the predictions from last year which were absolutely terrible so it ended up being man city manchester united liverpool and chelsea finishing in the top four so got the top four predictions right i suppose but in 18th it was fulham west brom and sheffield united all went down sheffield united second season syndrome didn't do well for them but we did predict fulham and west brom to go down so guess two predictions right being there but that's last season and all that out of the way we're going to get into this season's transfers and latest news so far so we literally just confirmed a few minutes ago in this real time I don't know when this video is going to be uploaded or audio so you never know but Ben White has completed his 50 million transfer move to Arsenal from Brighton and Hove Albion after one season at the Seagulls hmm 50 million, I suppose it comes back to the English tax again, doesn't it? Ben White moving from Brighton to Arsenal. Well, you can't complain about that, moving from Brighton to Arsenal. But it's after one season. He was worth 25 million last year, which Brighton did reject from Leeds United. A 25 million transfer fee was reported from Sky last year. But yeah, to be worth double, like double that now and move... Well, you can't complain about, as I said, you can't complain about the move. <laughs> Voice crack there. But you can't complain about the move going from Brighton to Arsenal. I don't think anyone is debating that. I think it's the transfer fee, as I'm going to talk about Manchester United later, the transfer fee confirmed the other day for Rafael Varane, transferring from Real Madrid to Manchester United. 
when what you see what Man United are paying now is just absolutely mad compared to what Varane has run to Ben White. I know Ben White's just starting in his career. You hope he has a better career and for England's sake as well, which he was in the squad for Euro 2020. So it's good that he got into the squad, but obviously wasn't utilised by Gareth Southgate with all the centre-back options England currently have. But I'd say it's a good move for Ben White's career. But after one, as I said, with one season with Brian, he's already worth fifty million pounds. It's just absolutely ludicrous the transfer fees these days. But I'd say from Arsenal, that is a good signing. Just looking at the others they've made. Obviously, Danny Ceballos has has left to go back to Real Madrid, and then there's talk of him leaving as well. Matt Ryan left and went back to Brighton, and then he's just moved to Real Sociedad. David Luiz's contract expired. He's no longer there as well. Matteo Guendouzi has moved as well. William Saliba on another loan. Seems Mikel Arteta doesn't really trust him. But we also saw the video of that. I'm not going to get into that. But Arsenal, I'd say a good signing for Ben White. I'm not debating he's a bad player. He is a good player. But I, c I could say something about that. Um, I was going to say something controversial, but I think it's mostly you know even like Brighton fans like no I think I think Lewis Dunk is just a better centre back. He is the best Brighton centre back if you actually watch Br Brighton. But yeah, but I'm saying but I think he is his second best centre back after Lewis Dunk. So it's not like he's third or fourth behind Webster and Dan Byrne, which Dan Byrne plays on <laughs> as fullback, which is absolutely mental, the tallest fullback in the league. But he's not a bad signing, as I've said. But he's a fantastic signing for Arsenal. They definitely needed centre-back. Gabriel had an alright season last year. Obviously, Arsenal did finish 8th. And I predicted them to get 5th. Absolutely madness. But, obviously, they have no European football this year. So, Ben White doesn't have to start um, in... That's what I said. Um... I would say now. Um, obviously, he doesn't have the pressure of European football. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. He doesn't have the pressure of European football because they're not in the Europa League or not in the Champions League this year and not in the new UEFA Conference League, which Spurs are in. I don't think Spurs fans are liking that they're in the Euro Europa Conference League, if that's what it's called. But, yeah, so he doesn't have to adapt quickly to European football. And I think Arsenal might do well this season with the lack of European football on their side. So... A good signing to watch out for. What other signings has there been? Let's have a quick look. There was also reported from Fabrizio and Romano the other day that Jules Kunde is, is looking likely to move to Chelsea in a 25 million to 30 million euro move and possibly Kurt Zuma moving the other way. I think, obviously, I'm a, I'm a Man United fan. Going to admit that if you haven't listened to the show. Um, I think if we didn't get Varane, I think Kunde would have been a good signing as well. So, Chelsea fans, what do you think of that? If Jules Kunde moves to your club, I think that's a good signing for Chelsea because after Rudiger, if Christensen get injured as well, obviously you've got Thiago Silva, but he's not getting any younger. Obviously, Chelsea are the European champions as well, so it's good to strengthen. And obviously, they're looking to push City this year for the league title which is what they want to do. So that'll be a fantastic squad depth, especially because squad depth is massive in football these days. You've seen that with Liverpool last year after they lost Virgil van Dijk and Joe Gomez. They had to go and sign other centre-backs, which was Kabak. And then obviously they utilised Reese Williams and Nat Phillips last year. Nat Phillips, absolutely mental. I'll speak to Miles about Nat Phillips. He absolutely loves him. He just He's like a bus, isn't he? Just 
go straight through. There's also talk about Nat Phillips actually moving to Brighton, but I can't confirm that. I don't actually know the source to that. So um, I'll try and look for that. But yes, there's talks of Nat Phillips moving to Brighton as well. That'll be a good signing for Brighton. But yeah, I think, yeah, so Chelsea, that'll be a good signing for them. Obviously, going on to Liverpool, they brought in Canate for, from RB Leipzig, which is a good signing. But there's also, I saw from, I think it's the Anfield Watch on Twitter, that it's, look, they need to sell to buy first, which is what Liverpool usually do. We've seen that utilising the Coutinho money a few years ago to buy Van Dijk, Allison, and Fabinho and Naby Keita. And they might need to do that again. But there's talk of Jordan Shakiri as well. But who knows about Liverpool? Let's talk. Let's talk about some people who think Liverpool could win the title this year. I think there's a realistic chance if Van Dijk and Gomez don't get injured again. But as I said, it's about the squad depth for Liverpool because once you remove, especially with Henderson, Henderson was a huge loss last year as well. Obviously, Fabinho and Henderson had to go back into centre backs because of the loss of Joe Gomez, Joel Matip, and Virgil Van Dijk last year. But, yeah, so I think Liverpool could do well this season, but injuries need to be luck on their side, like there was in the past two years when they finished second and obviously won the title two years back. So luck needs to be on their side again for injuries, not like last year, or they will struggle to get top four again, in my opinion. Going into another top six side, Manchester City, it's reported that they're in currently talks with Jack Grealish to move from Aston Villa to Manchester City. Not sure of the fee, but again, Fabrizio Romano reporting this and other English outlets yesterday that deal, the deal is progressing and talks are currently going on between the two clubs. And I think this will be a fantastic signing for Manchester City. More squad depth to their already brilliant bench and style 11. So they're looking to retain the title this year and obviously go one step further in winning the Champions League after they got to the final last year against Chelsea, obviously losing out to Chelsea, who are the European champions this year. But that'll be a fantastic signing. There was also questions if Harry Kane will sign. I think, in my opinion, I don't think Harry Kane's going to sign if Manchester City sign Jack Grealish this season. I think Kane will have one more season. Obviously, he's being priced out of the move by Daniel Levy because that's what Daniel Levy does. But, yeah, so I think Harry Kane has been priced out of a move and I don't think he'll be moving to Manchester City this year. And I think it's going to be next season if Manchester City are going to sign him or other big clubs like Man United. We might need a striker next year after Edison Cavani leaves and Paul Pogba's off the wages. But I think Pogba will, will leave on a fee unless something happens in January. But... Yeah, so I think Harry Kane will stay, and Jack Grealish will be a fantastic signing for them. Obviously, Gareth Southgate doesn't rate Jack Grealish that much. You never know. It could be the uh, Southgate thing, wasn't it? He never started Sancho, and then when the week Sancho was here we go to Man United, he started him in the Ukraine game. So it could be something like that in the future. Gareth Southgate could play Jack Grealish in the future, and if he doesn't, I think we'll all be a bit baffled again. Obviously, as an England fan, <coughs> excuse me for that, that was a bit rude. But obviously, as an England fan, to see Jack Grealish get this move is good as well. It's good for his career. Obviously, Aston Villa fans will be concerned. Well, not concerned. Well, they signed Emmy Wendy, which is a good signing. You know, with these past few signings, it's, they could recoup. They're going to recoup the Grealish money and use that into other signings. There was talk of them signing Emil Smith Rowe, but he signed a new contract at Arsenal and has the famous number ten shirt. But I think Aston Villa 
So obviously they're going to sell their captain, they're going to be, and the fans are going to be upset. But we sign Emmy Buendia, and I think you'll get a few more signings if Jack Grealish signs for Manchester City. And the transfer fee is reported what it is going to be. It might be near a hundred million pounds. So you're going to lose Jack Grealish, but you're also going to use that money elsewhere as well. So I think that might be a good good deal. Going on to my club, Manchester United. Obviously, we signed Jadon Sancho. As I said earlier, that is a fantastic deal. Tom Heaton also has come back to United after a long time, after a free transfer, after his contract expired from Aston Villa. Sergio Romero has also left as well, which is a bit upsetting. But as as I said the other day, confirmed... Rafael Varane is signing from Real Madrid after he only has one year left on his contract and he's signing for £34 million currently at the moment. I think it's going to rise to about £50 million. So it will eventually be the same as Ben White, I think. But to get the same money on Ben White and Rafael Varane is absolutely mad these days. Especially what Varane has won. He's won a World Cup, three La Ligas and four Champions Leagues, which is just absolutely mental. So, that's a fantastic signing for United. And Obviously, I'll come... I'll, we're going to do the Premier League predictions later down the line. But I... I I still don't think we're going to win the league. I still don't think we are, even with these two signings. I think there's still a gaping hole in this team, which needs to be the midfield, because Fred and McTominay, as you saw last year, were practically playing a just a back six, especially in the, the big games as well, which we actually didn't do well in. We only beat City, I think. We only beat City and Tottenham in that time last year. We won 2-0 at the Etihad and won 3-1 at White Hart Lane. But yeah, only winning two games out of the top six games last year is not great, especially if you're going to win a title. And so if you saw Arsenal last year, they didn't do well at all, and we didn't. We beat us at Old Trafford, and we drew nil nil at the Emirates. See, even even with Arsenal in a crisis, we still can't beat them, which is just it's Man United to a T, isn't it? But but with this signing, I think we'll st- we'll stabilise in the top four. But if we are pushing and have ambitions to win the title, we definitely need to sign a cent- central defensive midfielder. And yeah, I think yeah, do that, and we'll do a title push this year. Oh, that sounds a bit so overconfident. But I have what I have faith in this board. Definitely not. But they have proved us wrong in the past two signs. But yeah, they're probably the only doing this since after Old Trafford got. And what happened with the Liverpool game last year got charged into. So they might be trying to win us fans back with these new kits and signings. But yeah, if we have any ambitions for win the title, we need to sign a central defensive midfielder if we have any ambitions to win a title. It could be Declan Rice, it could be NDD, but those transfers will obviously be expensive. There's talk of Camavinga as well. Obviously, there's going to be pressure on him. He's only 18 years old, so it'll be Calvin Phillips. I don't think we're going to snatch Calvin Phillips from Leeds, but I wouldn't mind Calvin Phillips after his performances with Declan Rice as a uh, 2DM partnership at the Euros, which wouldn't be that bad. Well, I mean, we'd play 2DMs now, but I'm not sure if we're going to play 2DMs going further into this upco- upcoming season. I hope, I hope, I hope not, but. But I hope we sign ACDM, and then, yeah, we could, you never know, we could push for a title, you know, we haven't even won it for eight, coming up to nine years now, which is just absolutely mental, but yeah, who else on, yeah, so Tottenham, going into Tottenham, 
Obviously, they got a new manager in Nuno Espirito Santo after he left Wolves last year. He did a fantastic job there. What will happen at Spurs? Who knows? Obviously, I said this talks about Harry Kane moving, but in my personal opinion, I don't think Harry Kane is going to move this year. I don't think he is going to move. I think he's going to do one more year at Spurs. Obviously, Human Son signing a new contract. Deli Alley's playing more in pre-season, and he's playing well in pre-season. But obviously, it's pre-season. Even Andreas Pereira scored a worldie the other day, <laughs> and he's doing well. So pre-season pillow, everyone likes to call him. But obviously, Danny Rose has left on a free transfer to Watford. Newly promoted Watford. So Watford, Brentford, and Norwich are back in the Premier League. A pookie party could be arising for Norwich again. That was obviously the biggest meme of Lash of the season before with Pookie. Or Eric Lamella has swapped for Brian Gill coming in from Sevilla. Eric Lamella finally leaving. And also the post the other day, all the signings after Gareth Bale were obviously the recuperating the Gareth Bale money from 2013. Every single player has left then which is just absolutely mad obviously they had songs like Ericsson and Lamella obviously Ericsson was probably the best out of that deal and yeah so who knows about that then Tottenham are people going to sleep on Tottenham well you never know about Tottenham but I don't think they're going to get Wolves predictions I, early prediction I don't think they will get top four but Harry Kane and Hume Son I think will, their partnership last year was fantastic under Jose Mourinho before he got sacked and they were top of the league at one stage last year but I think Hume Son and Harry Kane will have another fantastic season this year but I don't think they will get top four so yeah so we've done Tottenham Chelsea Arsenal counting on the fingers if you're not watching on video Arsenal City yeah, I think I've got I've gone over everyone and I've said Watf, Watford, Brentford and Norwich are back in the Premier League. Is there any other signings? Alfonso Ariola is at West Ham United on loan. Obviously, he was on loan at... I don't remember. Where was he? He was on loan at Fulham last year. He was fantastic at Fulham last year. His standout performance was the winner at Anfield for Fulham last year. West Ham, that's a good signing. Will he dislodge Fabianski for number one? we yet to see that, but I think that's also a good signing for them. Felipe Anton has finally left the club on an undisclosed defeat. Back to Lazio, from where they bought him from, funny enough. But West Ham, they had a fantastic season. West Ham last season, going on to them. Fantastic season under David Moyes, who looks back to his best. Obviously, Mikel Antonio. Thomas Suchet, what a fantastic signing he has been. Obviously, permanently signing from his loan spell from the season before. Absolutely fantastic. Declan Rice had a fantastic season linked with Chelsea and Manchester United. I think that would be a fantastic signing if Manchester United signed him. But yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, last year, uh, Jared Bowen, it says Mikel Antonio, Fabianski, Obona, fantastic players. Obviously, they just missed out on the Champions League last year having Europa League football. I think they will struggle this season with Europa League football due to their lack of squad depth. But you never know, West Ham could do well this season and David Moyes looks back to his best as I've said and looks like the manager we knew from Everton and that's fantastic for him. Obviously I wish him well after his failure at Manchester United but I do wish him well after that. So who else are the news? Wolverhampton Wanderers, Wolverhampton Wanderers obviously have a new manager as well. As I said, Nuno has left for Tottenham Hotspur. And it's good to see Raul Jimenez back. 
after the horrible injury he sustained at Arsenal last year. It's good to see him back. And yeah, we're, we're yet to see what um, Wolves could be. Could they be back to their best from when they finished seventh two years in a row? Obviously, you have a new manager. I can't remember his name on the top of my head. But will they be back to their best or what we've seen from the two years previous to this se- to last season? I'm not sure. I don't think they'll finish seventh like they have before. But I think they'll have another good season and I think they will stay up. Leicester City, they obviously I say Leicester's new kits. I have to go over the new kits with Miles if well, if I get Miles back on the show. The new kits, especially I've I've seen a lot of people dissing on Leicester's new kit. I think I think I really like it. I think it's just the sponsor really that's kind of ruining it. But Leicester just missing out on Champions League again, finishing fifth for the second season in a row, and missing out on Champions League on the last day for the second season in a row. Obviously, West Morgan has now retired. He's left the club. What an absolute legend he's been for that club. Obviously, lifting the FA Cup last year for Leicester City and the Champions League. Not Champions League. Oh, my God, that's ambitious. Premier League. There you go. There you go. I always, always mix up with something. But obviously, they've signed Patson Decker from RB Salzburg for £23 million, a striker. Will he come in and dislodge? Kelechi Iheanacho, who had a fantastic end to the season last year. Jamie Vardy didn't have a great end to the season. He had a fantastic start to the season, scoring a hat-trick at Manchester City in a 5-2 win, which is mad considering Manchester City won the league that season, even or last season, still conceding five goals to Leicester. That was obviously before the fantastic signing of Ruben Diaz last year, who changed that City back line. Didn't have a great Euros, though, Ruben Diaz, so you never know what could happen this season with Ruben Diaz but I still think City will win the league but as I've said will Leicester have another great season last like like the past two seasons obviously they got Europa League football again like last year which they didn't actually take seriously that much getting knocked out last year early, quite early I think it was but I think Leicester have another good season but I don't think they will get Champions League last year Brendan Rodgers has obviously done a wonderful job there at the club and I hope he does well in that as well. Uh, who else have I missed on? As I said about Liverpool as well. Obviously, Jorginho Wijnaldum has left to go to Paris Saint-Germain, which is a good signing. Obviously, he came out the other day and said he didn't really feel love from the social media Liverpool fans, which is a bit tad controversial. Because I think every time I saw, Ginny Wijnaldum was absolutely loved. So, I hope he does well, Ginny Wijnaldum. But yeah, it was a bit, a bit weird for him to come out and say that. That was reported from the Liverpool Echo last week. Yes. Yeah, I have to get Miles' opinion on that. But, uh, Ginny Wijnaldum, hope he does well, but it does seem a bit tad confusing that he did come out and say that after great years under his service for Liverpool. But that is the end of the news for this episode of the Talking Football Co- Podcast. If you like if you like this video, make sure to make sure to smack the like button. <laughs> make sure, as I said, make sure to smack the like button, subscribe to the Jacob YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or your podcast provider make sure to follow the talking football podcast and we will be back for another episode and watch out for the premier league predictions video slash podcast remember guys you need to be yourself you can't be us i've been jay cullop and the talking football podcast and yeah guys peace